Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hey everyone, it's Sanira here. As you may know, CEO School is officially part of the HubSpot Podcasting Network. We're now part of a family of shows designed to help professionals listen, learn, and grow by providing access to the world's leading B2B podcasts like Being Boss, hosted by Emily Thompson. Being Boss is an exploration of not only what it means, but what it takes to be a boss as a creative business owner, freelancer, or side hustler. I enjoyed listening in as Amy, along with her guest, Nikki Nash, discussed very practical ways to create a marketing plan that works. Listen to Being Boss wherever you get your podcast, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Sarah Madani and your host of CEO School, the podcast. Thank you so much for listening along. Today, I'm going to be sharing a story when Stacks, my business, that is now, you know, a $100 million business, 300 employees, 23 billion payments, blah, 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 all the thing when it broke and not just broke once, broke again and broke again. In 2014, I share the story inside of our course as well of when we had a major article in Fast Company come out uh, and it was on the front page of Fast Company online. It was earned media. It was, I had no idea that I was even speaking to a, a reporter. Like I was speaking to a reporter, but I had no idea what it would actually do to, a bu- to our business. And I was not very well, you know, had any media training or anything like that. And it was a great interview but he put it on front page Fast Company titled, Meet the Woman Trying to Change the Credit Card Industry. And he went into so much detail about our business model, which is a flat subscription and payments. It was really disruptive and just put it online. And there wasn't any female players in fintech at the time or anything. Fintech was like a word that was readily used. A lot of the payments companies, 99% of them operated by men. And here I was calling out kind of all the bullshit in payments and what I was doing differently. So he put that right in the forefront and the article went viral. And at that time, there was, you know, we barely had a social media. We barely had, I don't even think we had it. We did not have an Instagram account. So we think we had a Facebook account and we had a GoDaddy website. Like literally our business was young and new and we probably onboarded maybe 10 customers a month at that time. And we literally had, it was our Shark Tank moment where, you know, phones are ringing off the hook. And it's never happened again, by the way. We've earned so much press, so much press. I've never, ever, ever had an experience like we did for that one particular piece. And I'm telling you, we've had even greater press since then. But something about it, I think it was timing, 
the universe, uh, good energy, that reporter, and just I think the naivete of us like not honestly knowing like what this could be for our business. Uh, all these phone calls started coming in and we had literally, I had a desk. If you can, if you can see me here, it's like the size of this desk, like an Ikea desk. And it was me, one employee and an intern in a room that was probably the size of an eight by 10 rug, like so tiny. We had one single phone in the office and our one phone was literally ringing off the hook and our website crashed. So we had a form on our website and our website crashed. People were trying to fax in applications. We had, I mean, it was it was chaotic in the best and worst possible way. So we literally had to get, call the phone company, get additional phones installed, and the startups that were on our floor. So we were in a shared co-working space and the startups that were on our floor all had to like help us like answer phones. We had no CRM system. We had no, we had no systems in place, right? We were not built for scale. And we were just receiving phone calls and phone calls. One, even our messaging wasn't clear because there were so many industry types that like we don't support that were calling in. We had investors calling in. We had people looking for credit cards calling in. Like, and then we also had real legitimate business and so much opportunity on the other side. I think for I don't know, 72 hours straight, none of us slept. My husband, my brother flew in from California and he ended up never leaving. So he ended up coming down and then joining the business. And, uh, you know, my sister-in-law flew down from New York. Like literally everybody was just serving customers. And it was the most incredible thing, but also I call it like one of the, the worst things that ever happened to us because honestly, everything broke right? And we weren't ready. We weren't ready for scale and we weren't able to actually capture demand. Like if I share some pictures of what this looked like, we literally had post-it notes all over the walls. We couldn't, we literally took us 48 hours to get like the website forms back up and running. And it was, it was a nightmare for like this, the time period that we should have been capitalizing on. And that is when I would say was like the big aha moment for me when I needed to go from being an entrepreneur to CEO and really thinking about scaling the business in the right way. And I wanted to make sure that we had the right processes in place. We were thinking about scale. And honestly, for the first time, I would say that I saw the opportunity to scale the business as well, right? I was thinking too small. I'd never seen, um, I didn't know that we could go build a million dollar business, let alone a billion dollar business. So it was the first time that I was like, holy shit, we have something how do we scale it? And that's when I started learning about, um, you know, technology. And technology was super, super important for us internally, but also for the product that we wanted to give back to our customers. Uh, we wanted to own that experience. But long story short, it was kind of this big pivotal moment. But we literally broke. And in 2014, we decided that we would never break again, right? And that we were going to set ourselves up for 10x scale, okay? And we did exactly that. So our next year, we call it a thematic goal. So every year we have like a big goal for the company and we write it like at that time, it was maybe five employees at the time, but we had it written like on our laptops. We had it written on the whiteboard, one whiteboard that we had uh, in, in our tiny office, but it was 10X scalability and that we were going to get out of any system that wasn't built for 10 times the scale. 
So if we were onboarding 10 customers a month, how do we get to boarding 100 on, uh, customers per month without breaking, right? And so that was kind of that the concept. If we were taking um, 100 transactions uh, per minute, how do we get to, you know, 1,000 transactions a minute? So everything we were thinking about 10x scale. And, and this is something that it's like one of the biggest lessons that I had in business, and it was a few different pieces of it, is one is we're not thinking big enough, but two, that we have to build for scale. Uh, and we did that, but we broke again, right? And and then I'm like, holy, sh- holy shit, like we broke again at a certain point, but we scaled to that next level. And then our systems weren't serving us at that next level when we were at that 10X, right? And we had to break it again. It was broken and we had to fix it again. We had to rebuild again until this next phase. And what I realized is that what gets you from zero to six figures isn't what's going to get you from six to seven. And it's definitely not what's going to get you from seven to multi-seven or multi-seven figures to eight, right? While the markets may have seen a dip in Q2 VC funding, it doesn't mean that your business can't scale. It just means it might look different to how you plan. With thousands of in-house crafted integrations of marketing, sales, and service, HubSpot is on a mission to help your business grow better with a CRM platform that's easy to buy, use, and scale. Want to figure out how to streamline your deals? Easy. The Sales Hub helps you close more deals by automating your busy work. Need to automate your social media? Piece of cake. The Marketing Hub has everything you need to publish, post, and monitor your social media channels all in one hub. And with Service Hub, Centralized customer data keeps your support teams all moving in one direction, forward. Learn how HubSpot can make it easier for your business to grow better at HubSpot.com. Running a business is hard. Managing employees is hard. Getting customers through the door is even harder. But getting paid shouldn't have to be. This is where Stacks Payments is here to help. As an intuitive platform for invoicing, recurring billing, in-person, as well as online payments, Stacks is a one-stop hub to get you paid. What's even better? Stacks has one flat fee for the month instead of percentages you can't understand. Stop spending time tracking down customers or payment tools that fail on you. Set your automations up with Stacks Payments today. As CEO and founder of Stacks and CEO School, it's been my mission to support female leaders, founders, and CEOs. With Stacks, I'm able to do so by providing fast, easy, and affordable way to process payments every day for you. It's supposed to break because scale is all about getting to that next milestone. And then it breaks for you to have to rebuild to get to that next level. And it's not just on tools. It's not just on systems. It's also on people, right? So even the people that you have today might not be the people that get you to the next point as well. And so I was actually, where this all goes is, so I did a whole module on this, um, you know, in inside of our, our course for CEO school um, and talking about scale and going from founder to CEO, huge mindset shift and actually how to actually implement tools and systems to scale. But I was recently, last week, I was reminded of this when I was discussing scale during an interview for a potential C-suite candidate. So 
I was talking to um, this executive that I was looking to potentially bring on and I was telling him about scaling and how, you know, we're just at this point right now, we've crossed a hundred million in revenue. We, you know, want to get to 250 million in revenue. And he's like, what is your biggest challenge right now? And I'm like, honestly, everything's breaking again, but I'm not scared because I know it's supposed to break because it's broken so many times in the past. It was supposed to break. And now that I know that and I've lived through those experiences of scale, right, of from, you know, one employee to then 10, then again to 30 and then 30 to now 300, at every 10x, it's broken for a reason. And so we were we were discussing this and he's laughing and he says, oh, it's actually, um, you know, uh, there's a there's a and he's a he's a Vista guy, which just means he's uh, preppy and probably went to Harvard and works at this fancy private equity. And so sometimes those guys really like to like mansplain things. He was talking about this founder, Hiroshi Mikitani, who is founder of Japan's largest e-commerce retailer. And he was talking about the rule of three and 10. So in business school, there's actually a rule of three and 10, which I had no idea about because I didn't go to CEO school and I don't have my MBA, um, but I have to learn through experience. And the rule of three and 10 is actually a real rule. And I was mind blown. I'm like, oh, I've been talking about this for so long. I just call it 10x scalability. I didn't know that there was an actual rule in business school called the rule of three and 10, where literally everything breaks at predictable intervals. So I had to learn this lesson the hard way, breaking every step of the way. But I want all of you to obviously learn from my experience, but also through So we don't have to, uh, we can be prepared together. And this is so spot on. And so when I look back and when he talked about the rule of three and 10, it's actually, it's actually either at three X or at 10 X. So that's where it's supposed to break. And you can apply it to whether it's revenue, you can apply it to whether it's your employees, whether you can apply it to customers, you can apply it to your clients, you can apply it to whatever you, wherever your system is in place for that. Um, it breaks again. And honestly, we can even apply it to kids. Like when you have three kids, it's much different than having one kid, right? It's supposed to break. Your systems are supposed to break. And so it's the rule of three and 10. But the good news here is that we can get ahead, right? And it's totally okay to break because it's supposed to. And so if you are in your business right now, and you have one employee and you're looking to scale and you get to that next point, you're at three, it's going to break again. You're going to have to reevaluate your systems. And that's how business grows. And I think this is a huge learning from, I would say, from the boys club. I had to learn it the hard way that we should be prepared for that level of scale and that rule of 10. And so where you are in your, even your customers, if you have a process today and you're onboarding X amount of customers per month, if you want to get to that next point, really do think about scaling now. And don't just wait for it to break to scale. And this is always iterative, right? And this is a huge part of CEO School and the program itself on how much we emphasize on scaling, 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 and the actual systems that you need to evaluate. It's so important for you to one, take credit. It's a good thing. It's a good thing that it's breaking and we get so frustrated with, oh, well, now like this system isn't working and we have all these new tools and this could be better and our customer support system is as blah, blah, blah. As women, we are constantly like we're at, even as CEOs, right? We're looking for the thing that's broken, but it's supposed to break. And something that you have to, even if it's put together with Band-Aids and systems that aren't perfect, 
I would look back and say, what are like the lowest hanging fruit with the highest impact, right? What are some systems that can really transform your business? What are the biggest pain points that you're having, whether your customers are having it or you're having it with your team? And looking at that rule of three and looking at that rule of 10 and picking one at a time based on the importance and tackling those systems. And so uh, that was a conversation I had last week with an executive. I actually didn't end up hiring him because he was mansplaining way too much. But I have experienced this and that was the exact place of our 2014 story. It happened again in 2017. It's happened again in 2020. And here we are again at 140 million in revenue, 300 employees, and it feels like it's breaking again. But this time, I'm prepared and I hope you are too. And I hope you enjoyed today's scaling tips and the rule of three and 10. If you enjoyed today's quick episode, let me know below and let me know what other topics you want me to cover. Leave us a review. This is how we grow. Screenshot this episode and share it on social media with your female entrepreneurs that need to be in on our club. I'll see you next week at CEO School. Running a business is hard. Managing employees is hard. Getting customers through the door is even harder, but getting paid shouldn't have to be. This is where Stacks Payments is here to help. As an intuitive platform for invoicing, recurring billing, in-person, as well as online payments, Stacks is a one-stop hub to get you paid. What's even better? Stacks has one flat fee for the month instead of percentages you can't understand. Stop spending time tracking down customers or payment tools that fail on you. Set your automations up with Stacks Payments today. As CEO and founder of Stacks and CEO School, it's been my mission to support female leaders, founders, and CEOs. With Stacks, I'm able to do so by providing fast, easy, and affordable way to process payments every day for you. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.